0: Hello and welcome to the MC News. On the wire today, we have news on Emmy nominations and Fox Marvel cross-promotion.
1: But first... We have news on the Black Widow box office for opening weekend. Money, 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 money. All the money.
0: Sorry. So Black Widow... All the money in the world. Black
1: Widow knocked out uh, Fast and Furious 9 because family just wasn't enough. To knock down the uh, big Marvel mouse,
0: you say that, but it was uh, you say that, but it was the third weekend of Fast. It Genius. was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's still in one
1: open, in one weekend they knocked out, yeah. So
0: it's true they did they did it. Good yeah.
1: So uh, on, sorry. So yeah, Black Widow for domestic opening weekend it may it brought in eighty million dollars. It brought in seventy-eight million overseas, a hundred and fifty-eight million worldwide total for opening weekend. Now that is a pandemic-era cinematic record, am I right? Uh, At least for the U.S.
0: I would have to look up to make sure Godzilla vs. Cog didn't do better worldwide, because that was pretty big everywhere worldwide. And European cinemas are actually more closed now than they were in March Mm. because of the variants. Yeah. Um,
1: so so it made it brought in 60 million in revenue on disney plus worldwide which disney felt obliged to let everyone know um through a press release which
0: they (laughs) which they didn't tell about cruella ryan last dragon or mulan yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) so uh so uh, a little bit biased on our news there disney but um, as of recording time So that would be over a Variance of six days It made a hundred a million dollars total In the US
0: I don't know well first do you have takes I'll be honest I'm not trying to be like standoffish But I like study box office For a hobby So that's why I'm kind of like Tyler do you have takes Or do you want to Go to my, my noxious analyst Because I, I, I yeah. love analyzing box office I think it's fun But anyway, My only on.
1: take is If you if Disney wants to give us what this movie brought in opening weekend, um, both at the box office and via streaming, then why are we not also sharing the same thing for, like you said, Raya and the Last Dragon? What Basically, what I want to compare is all the numbers for Raya and the Last Dragon and all of the numbers for Luca. Um even though we you know we got Luka. This, I mean with Luca all we can do is just time viewed
0: well here's my here's my analysis even though yes, we stand Luca here. we definitely stand Luca <laughs> big fans here um so I think 80 million domestic with an unspecified number of revenue in Disney plus is a good opening weekend. I legitimately think that saying 60 million in revenue worldwide on Disney Plus makes this a s- astonishing disappointment. Cuz here's why. 60 million in revenue on Disney Plus worldwide means approximately 2 million accounts bought worldwide. That's a big keyword wor- key yeah. here. Is. worldwide. 2 million accounts worldwide thought it was worth spending $30 on Disney pl- uh, on Disney Plus for this. These accounts Presumably, for me, I think most people who have an account to a streaming service generally share it at least with three or four other households. At least for my, our age, I believe, in my opinion. I know for a fact my Disney Plus is shared among four or five households. I know my HBO Max is. I know my Netflix is. Let's say these... Now, not everyone who's in these accounts are going to spend the money to see it in theaters even if it wasn't a pandemic, right? Like, you can't just... It's kind of like the whole... The whole, uh... What's the word for it? The Nef... I don't... I I call it the Netflix fall... Yeah, the Netflix fallacy. That actually is a good way to put it. You know how Netflix always brags, like, 64 million people watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, which it's stupid because they only counted, like, two minutes of it as a total watch. But also, even ignoring that, people watch movies like, uh... Like, do you remember that Will Smith movie, Bright, on Netflix that was really bad? Or do you remember hearing about it? Anyways, it was bad. That's
1: It's getting a sequel, yeah.
0: Well, it's been announced to have a sequel since it came out four years ago, so at this point I don't think it's going to get one. You know what I mean? I feel like they announced mm. to try to get people to watch it, and then, yeah. But you can say a movie does that well, and be like, Bright was viewed by 60 million people on opening weekend, but, like, okay, but would these people have paid the it in theaters? And now, again... For Black Widow, they did have to pay to see it. But one member of the account did. If I assume, let's say, hypothetical family here, me, let's say me, my family, in the future, 20 years from now, where we all are married and have kids, this hypothetical future that exists for some reason in 2020 with Black Widow, and one of us picks up Black Widow on Disney+. Plus. Um, now, I watch it because I want to watch it. And my brother, my older brother, goes, oh, that sounds like it'd be nice to watch with the family. So he watches it. That's a family of four, hypothetically, watches it too. And then my younger brother, his wife wants to watch it, so they watch it too. And they wouldn't have seen it in theaters. Mm -hmm. But then Sarah, who also shares my Disney Plus account, has her whole family. They're like, yeah, we'll watch it too. So how much money is that being spent on the $30? How much of that money would have gone to you in theaters? Now, I get that yeah. Disney gets to pocket the whole thing. Yeah. Besides tr- the credit card transaction, which might argue, yeah, sure. But I'd say the average person who's buying Black Widow on Disney+, Plus, there is at least five or six people watching it for that $30. Which I do not think, at least, I think very well could be more. Uh, and in that case, only two million accounts buying it to me... It implies to me that it would have made more than sixty million dollars in revenue in theaters if that option was available. I think it could have made one hundred and ten million domestic without that. And I know what you, th- what people might be thinking also, where it's like, well, sixty million is more than thirty million more. Yes, but what also happens when you put it on Disney Plus? There, if there is a ten eighty p copy on Disney Plus, what do you, what do you think happens to that ten eighty p copy?
1: Torrent. I mean like exactly. I mean torrents a is a very quality- aged it's a very aged term to use cuz I don't know how many people are using torrents anymore but it's file sharing well, it's piracy and file sharing, file sharing. there is yeah.
0: a perfectly not cam ripped quality of this movie that you can watch online if you know your way around the internet which I would say a lot of people do I think people always underestimate how much like people in their 40s and 50s know how to find this stuff for free on websites yeah so, you have that revenue loss too. And the fact is also I don't know how much Black Widow will have made this past weekend because when this records and this comes this episode comes out will be after the second weekend of Black Widow. But I believe it's being estimated right now by predictors to be around 25 million at the box office this weekend, which is a fair drop. I'll be completely honest. That's a fair drop. It might sound like a lot, but Marvel movies typically drop a lot cuz they have a big fan base that comes opening weekend to avoid spoilers. Um it's just the way it is, which is fine. It's 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 after it's a third weekend drop that you always gotta watch for more movies. The second weekend drop is always gonna be big. But sixty million dollars in revenue worldwide, that is a one-time purchase. This premiere access inherently will not have legs. Because if you wanted to buy it, you only get it for three exclusive months. So the longer you wait to get it, the more that thirty dollar depreciates in value. Mm-hmm. Ergo, I can assume that unlike a movie like, say... Now, uh, granted, it might they might have decent... I actually don't think Black Widow's audience would do this. But for Ryan and the Last Dragon, right? Let's say you saw it in theaters with your kid. And your kid really liked it. And then at home, they're like, we want to watch it again and again. Then you can get the premiere, premiere access so they can watch it at home again and again. Yeah. I think if Luca had done premiere access, that would have been a very popular thing. Because I have no... I work at summer camp. I know so many kids who have watched Luca multiple times at home, mm-hmm. and I think that if it was in theaters, their parents would have taken them to theaters first, first, and then they'd be like, "Can we watch it again?" They'd be like, "Yeah, we'll just buy it." At yeah, home. you know what I mean? because yeah. kids like rewatching the same movie over and over again. Black Widow is not that type of movie, no. really. But I also don't think people will be like, "Oh, whoa, well, Black Widow's on Disney Plus for thirty bucks, and it's been out for three weeks, two weeks. We can buy it now." No, from now on, the vi- the digital watching of this movie are going to be people. Who someone on their account has bought the movie and they're either watching it again or there's someone else on their account watching it, or it will be pirate piracy, and referred to, to digital watching. I do not think this will necessarily hurt the Black Widow legs because actually Cruella and Ryan the Last Dragon had pretty great legs if you look at uh, how long like they've been playing in theaters yeah. and how long uh, they've been holding up for the amount of time they've been in theaters. I do think, though, it's very disingenuous to say, we we got the $60 million in revenue. That's great. And people I see people be like, this means Disney's going to keep on doing it. Like, No. Because also, you know what this Disney Plus always cuts into also? Is Blu-rays and DVD sales. Yep. Which, to be fair, it's becoming a niche market anyway. I, I'm aware of that as someone who likes to collect this stuff. It's I don't know. Because the fact is, is like, okay, so Luke and Sol... Well, Sol got a blu-ray release that's how i was able to run a feeder for it and luke is getting one too um but from right here these blu-rays actually sell very well because again animated movies uh like i don't want to be like animated kids kids like rewatching watching the same stuff over and over again
1: well with streaming you've got to have the internet connection and the at least for the united states the infrastructure for internet is horrible yes if i if i wanted to like i go to i go to my grandparents house which is about an hour and a half away from me and i i hardly get phone signal there so you know and much less internet signal so i wouldn't be streaming with like disney plus doesn't exist there literally you know i cannot get disney plus there so i i I still think like the infrastructure is not there you know, to have this full-on yeah. streaming streaming world, so...
0: When I was on a, on my birthday, uh, I went on Twitter, as I do, and I saw... Uh, I know you're not aware of Film Twitter, and you should be happy or not. Film Twitter's terrible. <laughs> but Film Twitter almost always finds someone to dunk on for the day. And the person they decided to dunk on on my birthday was actually someone who, like... Uh, I can't remember the exact tweet, but I actually... I, I joined in on the dunking, and it was, like, a picture of the Luca Blu-ray, and it was, like alright, but who's gonna buy this when it's free on uh, streaming? Like, what's the point of this besides being an ardent collector? And I saw a lot of people reply, like, first off, physical media is better than digital stuff, because as far as you know, Disney's gonna do something like they did with WandaVision uh, and change the ending, right? Not not, not a big deal in that case, but let's say they decided to, like, add a post-credits scene to Luca, which was, like, make sure you check out our Disney Plus show, which, like, and I know Luke already has a post credit scene, but let's say they had, like, a marketing post credit. Yeah. Scene, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. something very obviously against the art of the film. Um, And you're like, no, I want to watch the original cut. Uh, The original cut will exist on Blu-ray. But more importantly is that for people who don't have internet, do you want know to... And I actually didn't have internet as a kid until I was, like, in four... Now, granted, it's a very different age now than when I was a kid. Yeah. But I didn't have the internet until I was fourth or fifth grade, and I watched all my movies at the library. And from what I've heard from librarians is... Soul, which has been obviously at the library since it's been out, a lot of people are like Soul is never available. Like Soul is constantly checked constantly, out. Constantly, yeah. For people who don't have Disney Plus and Luca will likely be the same for kids mm-hmm. who d- parents don't who can't afford Disney Plus. That is what the li- that is what physical media is for. Is also for those kids. And again, all this is kind of like unrelated to Black Widow in a way because I don't think Black Widow. I think library. I think library copies of Black Widow. Those will go well. And also. Black Widow is getting A theatrical release It's not a streaming Only service Yeah Um But I am talking about Revenue And I think ultimately I think 80 million Is pretty solid If I didn't know that It was only making 60 million worldwide On Disney Plus mm-hmm. I think I I remember when Mulan was coming out And granted Mulan didn't have A theatrical release But when Mulan Was on Premier Access People were expecting It to do around 120 million Total worldwide on disney plus and the ar- argument was that 120 million entirely pocketed by disney is about equivalent of like 300 million if it had an actual release um because the theater's cut
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah and that's why people are like this 60 million is really good it's really like 120 million for disney i'm like eh, it's still it's still cutting into their overall revenue though because you're not going to get these people buying it again yeah you they bought it once
1: yeah. yeah I, there's my box office I, panel, I, I will say like you you just briefly touch on it. You talked about how it's like, well, I still want to collect like the blu-rays. Um I still collect blu-rays. Very limited on like like I you know I love I'm like collecting blu rays. I will collect the blu rays. Obviously I do it for the MCU films. Um I would love to have WandaVision, Loki, Falcon Winter Soldier, on Blu-ray. And Fiji just
0: said he doesn't want to put them out. Yeah. Fiji says they're not coming out. And Mando hasn't come out either. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what to me has been the most... I'm, I've been the most annoyed by. But granted, I... Okay, I will defend it for a second and say at the end of the year... Hamilton. Hamilton, lin Man Miranda said would be given a Blu-ray release. And I'd pick it up on Blu-ray with bonus features. Yeah. I'd pick it up yeah. without bonus features. It'd be cool to have. Um... However, I will say in that regard that I will give it a full year for it to come out because Hamilton wasn't actually supposed to come out in theaters until this October. They just pushed it up so much because of the pandemic and it was done. Gotcha. And like, it's not like the, the Broadway show was making revenue yeah. uh, at the time during the pandemic. So, we're like, yeah, sure, we'll move it up. Um, so, in that regard, I'll say if it's not out by this Christmas, which would have been when it should have come out on Blu-ray, you know, in 2021, if there wasn't a pandemic, mm-hmm. that's when I'll be like, all right, where is it, Disney? Um, because they could still be working on those bonus features, Yeah, you know? Yeah. It takes a while to get that done. I know, controversially, Hamilton released without subtitles that weren't English, because they weren't done yet. Mm. Um, because they're like, we have time to work on them still, and they weren't, they didn't have the time to, you know, suddenly you jump up from an October 2021 release to a July 2020 release. A lot of the stuff that isn't the movie itself isn't going to be done. Right. But anyway. Right. Um, that's box office. Yeah. Uh, we... We'll probably touch on it a bit more as, it, like, it crosses more milestones, but... Yeah, uh, I I want to apologize to Tyler, because I get very animated talking about box office. Uh, it's a it's a it's it's something I've always really liked to follow, because it's the way... I don't want to be like, it's the way you can tell your movies are winning, but it's the way you can tell that, like, movies that you like are being... Recept- how they're being received by others. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very... And it's like how I said I think a couple weeks ago where it was like, Luca's getting a survey to figure out if it gets a sequel. It's like, well if you had box office receipts, that would tell you if it needs a sequel. I, I still haven't but got
1: anyway. that uh I still haven't got that survey. From you better from say no to the TV show so. if you ever get it. Oh oh yeah. Disney. Yeah. Not I tradition. better I better be given a comment section too. Cause then yeah, I'll just because, be like, uh, "How dare I'll be you?" be like, "Not let me see this in theaters with my." Popcorn. Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan. We stand, Luca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so let's move on to our next subject, Danny. Uh, what about some Emmy nominations?
0: Yeah, all right. I'll read these out. I got this. Will be very rapid. Well, actually, do we want to do rapid, or do you want to respond to every one of them? On actually, I think that'd be fun. Let's do that. Because uh, then we won't really discuss it when we're done. Wait, will no, no, I no, do no rapid We won't discuss fire, it when it's done. Rapid fire, like. Well, no. It will be I read the nomination, and we say if it deserved it or not. We'll just say deserved or didn't deserve. Okay. How about yes or no? <laughs> and, what? Yes or fine. Yes or no. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. yes for deserve, no. Oh, for wait, it. wait. Uh and I'll read everyone. We'll give it. And then when we're done, we'll talk about we'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. Just not as an overall one. Okay. Because I know there's one of these we want to talk about that I'm gonna we're gonna rapid fire on. Yeah, but, Okay. Uh, but alright. So it had a total of twenty-eight for Marvel, which is five for Falcon and Winter Soldier, and twenty three for WandaVision. So we'll start with Falcon and Winter Soldier. No. no, you have to you have to, you got to give it to each. Outstanding outstanding sound editing for comedy or a drama series one hour was nominated for the finale no sure oh okay uh best visual effects in a season or movie no no best stunt coordination no sure best stunt performance for episode four what
1: was episode four so that's a no uh that's the memorable uh, it's a no
0: no it's the wakanda wakanda versus uh oh sure sure i don't know (laughs) Yes, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Be- Out, yeah, outstanding guest actor in a drama series for the pilot. Don Cheadle. No. no. <laughs> uh, all right. Now Wandavision, outstanding production design for a narrative program half hour. Yes, yes. that sets. Uh, outstanding casting for a limited. Oh wait, by the way. So, these are always listed as limited or anthology series or movie. After this one, I'm just going to say limited series. Outstanding casting for a limited or anthology series or movie.
1: Yes.
0: I'm going to say no. Uh, Outstanding fantasy costumes, fantasy or sci-fi costumes. This is explicitly just for the pilot. Yes. No. Oh, you said yes, I said no. Uh, Two nominations for outstanding single-camera picture editing for a limited series. Episode 5, yes or no? Yes. Yes. I have. I have. Eighties episode. Eighties episode that ends with uh, Yes. Uh. Yeah. The finale. No. Eh. No. I don't think it deserves multiple nominations for anything. No. Uh, Outstanding period or character hairstyling. Episode two. The uh magic trip episode. No. Eh, Yes. Outstanding main title design. Yes. Yes. Outstanding period or character makeup, non-prosthetic for the pilot. Mm, uh, sure.
1: I mm, no, just because.
0: Outstanding, outstanding musical composition for limited series original score. Uh, only for the flashback episode, Christoph Beck. Uh, I'll say yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll say yes because the I think the music was good at that, at the part with uh with the bomb landing on the house. I think
0: outstanding original music or lyrics Agatha all along yes no.
1: I'm not a fan <laughs> of Agatha all along and I think it's I think it's because it's just been played over and over again I'm like yeah anyways There's, Danny's, uh, Danny's uh, like go to DC Tyler go to DC <laughs> cover Batman
0: <laughs> go enjoy Titans season 3 uh, original main title theme music eh, mm, sure no to be honest that's only the like da 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 that's literally the only thing they nominated so eh. yeah yeah anyway. no music supervision for episode two uh again that's the magic trick episode no no uh sound editing i'll just say these both once. sound editing and sound mixing both for the finale no sure the best visual effects in a season
1: no yes oh wait Okay. Wait, Loki, yeah, Loki's we'll- not eligible for any of these. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, Loki is not yeah, eligible. I'll give see. it. I'll give it that. Yeah. Yeah. You got that.
0: I think it looks better than Mando I'll just say Yeah. It. All right. So, three outstanding writing of limited series. So, we got to say for each episode pilot. No, mm,
1: for me. No. No, cuz it was more it was all set up. Yeah. No.
0: Halloween episode. Yes. Yes. Uh, flashback episode. Yes. No. Come on, man! I, I think this is what's right. <laughs> up. Outstanding directing for a limited series, Matt Shackman. No, sure. Well, you know what? Yeah, I'll say no because I know it's competition who was snubbed. So no. Outstanding supporting actress, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Outstanding lead actor, Paul Bettany.
1: Yes. Two yeses. Yeah. yeah.
0: Outstanding lead actress, Elizabeth Olsen. Yes. Yes.
1: Three yeses.
0: Outstanding limited series. Sure. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Sure, I'm at sure. Uh, all right, now we can we can talk about this as more as a grand scheme of things. First off, Don Cheadle, are you serious?
1: <laughs> Don, like- yeah, he okay. So Don Cheadle is very lucky. Actually, Falcon and Winter Soldier is very lucky that Loki wasn't eligible because I think Loki would have knocked them out of the park, especially in special visual. I think effects. Loki would
0: have. I think Loki would have got a lot of stuff. And I think, Loki will get a lot of stuff next yeah. year. Yeah. Because season two should be airing. That's what always happens. Season two airs yeah. when the first season is up and that keeps it in the minds of the voters. Mm. Um, Smart. Uh, what I will say here is I think three not nominations in... Okay, so a lot of this is also is like knowing what wasn't nominated, right? Yeah. And that's where I'm right. at. Is that for Best directing? I'm okay with Matt Chapman getting it, but I know that Steve McQueen was not nominated for Small acts, which I know you I haven't watched it. Small Axe is a mini series of five sh- films that are on Amazon, and Steve McQueen is the. I'll just give you his pedigree: is uh, he directed Twelve Years a Slave, uh, <laughs> the uh, film that won Best Picture like everywhere, mm-hmm. and it is it deserved it. It's good, um, and Small Axe is very good. And the fact that it wasn't nominated anywhere besides cinematography is insane to me. John Boyega won all the precursors for that and he wasn't even nominated here um and it's kind of like what? how come? um looking at this again, looking through this I think, here's the thing about WandaVision is I know a lot of people were like how dare the Emmys nominate this show that's just a Marvel show now they nominated Mando season 1 for about as many nominations as this is. I think WandaVision is a much better season of television than Mando season 1 was I think it's a better TV season of television than the Mando season 2 was, uh, personally. That WandaVision was uh, better? Thi- yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah.
0: I also think that WandaVision... Not Wanda... I think the idea of the Emmys being this very prestigious awards body is very funny to me. Because like I said, Mando got a ton of noms. Stranger Things got... I know you're going to be like, Stranger Things... And I was going to say Game of Thrones. These are all blockbuster TV I'm not saying that there isn't good elements of Game of Thrones, but it's not like it's... I don't want to be like, it's not prestigious. Because it is, but... It's in genre. You know what I mean? It's it's a genre show. It's not like the Emmys are like the Oscars, where they only ever nominate, if they're lucky, one genre movie and a ton of dramas, right? Mm-hmm. The Emmys have always been very diverse in including blockbusters among their more prestigious stuff. So the idea of WandaVision getting 23 Doms to me is like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, that makes sense to me. Also because... WandaVision is very clearly like a love letter to TV if anyone's gonna love them it's going to be the Emmys right yeah that makes sense to me what doesn't make sense to me again is I go back to these writing I can't three nominations for writing individual that's what like how (laughs) like uh I think the Halloween episode is easily the only as I said it's the only one I think deserves it yeah um, yeah, the hol- the
1: Halloween episode. It, there was just so many little things I remember, little details in that one. That
0: the Halloween yeah. episode and the uh, the one where Vision and Wanda have their arguments, the one before it with Evan Peters. I think those would be the two I would nominate if I had. Oh, that's the two.
1: episode that I'm thinking of. Yeah,
0: yeah. Halloween. No, not yeah. yeah I was thinking the Halloween of episode's still solid. The, yeah, it
1: is. It is.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, the only episode that one got nominated for was editing, uh, which is uh, which is fine. yeah good. It's a good episode too. Um, yeah, I do think it's interesting to me that I look. I didn't list the other the competition, but I think if you want to know of the five big ones, what I think is the most likely for Wandavision to win, and by big ones I mean direction, directing, the acting awards, and then limited series overall. I think the one it's most likely to win will be actually paul bettany Mm -hmm. this competition is insanely like mediocre oh it's um it's two of the hamilton guys who people are saying hamilton shouldn't have been nominated which i agree with i think hamilton being nominated in these categories is very stupid It's very
1: weird yeah
0: it's very it's insulting to anyone whose spot they took in my opinion i'm a musical not a movie Um, yeah yeah um like, well, and that then and that's um,
1: I, I do want to clarify because I said it's a musical, not a movie. It's it's the recording of a Broadway musical. It, you know well the not thing like, is is
0: like you know it's el the eligibility is such a weird thing where it's like to me if you're gonna market it on television it needs to be a variety program where you can't nominate the per- performers. Uh, I think nominating the performers at the Globes, which happened, and at the SAG Awards is so weird. But I also am like, there I didn't care because it was like only Lynn Manuel Miranda got in to fill a musical slot at the uh, at the Globes. You know, like it filled a slot at the Globes. Yeah. Because that was a weak year. And then at the SAG Awards, uh, David Diggs got nominated. The thing is, David Diggs was also very well liked in his show with Ethan Hawke. And they nominated the Ethan Hawk show too. So in my mind is like, oh, they're just nominating David Diggs for both. And they're saying it's Hamilton. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was okay with that too. Here it was like, I don't, Lynn manuel Miranda, Leslie Odom Jr., Philip Passoo, Renee Goldsberry, Anthony Ramos, Jonathan Groff, and David Diggs all got nominated for Hamilton. <laughs> all those actors took slots. <laughs> Dang. And it's not like there weren't good, pro- like as I said, John Boyega wasn't nominated for his role in Small Acts. Yeah, there's a girl on I May Destroy You that I think is phenomenal that was nominated supporting actress. And uh what I would say here is like Ethan Hawke, which I just said was in The Good Lord Board, which I haven't seen, but I've heard he won. He won something. He never won SAG or Golden Globe? I can't remember. Um But he's good. He's even he's Hawke, right? You know, we know we know who Ethan Hawke yeah. is here. He's a great actor, and he's never been nominated for an Emmy, which is super weird. Uh, he was snubbed. Um and I reason I think Paul Benny will win is this competition is Ian McGregor in a Ryan Murphy show that I've heard literally no one talk about, which is unusual for Ryan Murphy. Um and then Hugh Grant in the Undoing, which was its only nomination. And if you know if you're if you're the only nomination for your thing, you're probably not winning. Mm. So to me, I think Paul Bettany has his best shot of winning. Um But yeah, the Emmys. I don't know. I feel like I'm blabbering a lot about them even though I really don't care about them. It's kind of funny. I just think it's funny that people are like how could WandaVision get these nominations Where I'm like why wouldn't it? Like <laughs> really like Yeah. <laughs> they nominate a lot of bad stuff. Emily in Paris is nominated.
1: Oh, boo. Which I
0: haven't watched, but everyone I know hates it. Uh so, yeah. But The Boys got nominated, which was Hey, The Boys. Yeah, the yeah, the boys was the big surprise uh, drama nom. Uh, oh, also Cobra, are you kidding me? I don't me? watch Cobra Kai. Are Cobra Kai ki- got nominated. I
1: don't watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, like, it's really surprising. Bo- no, no, the boys for drama, like, heck oh. yeah. Because season two oh, gets... okay. Season two, there are some heavy, heavy elements. Um, yeah, and they're, they're pulled off fantastically.
0: Uh, yeah, the lineups are, if you care, just since we're here... Uh, drama is The Boys, Richardson, The Crown, Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft Country, Mandalorian Pose, and This Is Us, and then comedy is Blackish, Cobra Kai, Emily and Perry, The Flight Attendant, Hacks, The Kaminsky Method, which is a show I'm still not sure exists, Pen15, (laughs) which is another cool nom, uh, Ted Lasso, and then for limited series since we listed, you know, WandaVision, it's up against I May Destroy You, Mayor of Easton. Uh, the Queen's Gambit and the Underground Railroad. Um, let's. I'm, I don't know if the boys got any. What the boys got nominated for besides? It got nominated for a writing of an episode. Mm. That was the only ever mainline nomic it got. Uh, I'll try to see what the episode was since I know you watch it. It's called a. It's called a, I just had it. Sorry. It's called What I Know. Is that the finale of season two? I would assume.
1: That might be. Yeah, it's the finale of season it? two. Okay. It got nominated for. Yeah, that was yeah. really that was a really good finale.
0: Yeah, and you know, Jonathan Majors got nominated for best actor for a show that like he got canceled. <laughs> the show got canceled. He isn't canceled. Don't worry, we love him. Uh, actually, let me go for this quick and see if there's any Marvel alum that got nominations in acting. Uh, Olivia Coleman got nominated for The Crown. She's going to be in, you know what? Uh, uh, Secret, Secret Wars
1: Alright.
0: yeah, uh, Secret Invasion. Um, yeah, Secret Invasion. Sorry. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who is infamous for her role in The New Mutants, got nominated for the Queen's Gambit. Uh, I think that might be it. Because there's all these SNL alum, you know, who are never on anything that get nominated for everything. Oh, Chris Sullivan got nominated for This Is Us. You know Chris Sullivan is, right? Uh, no. Taserface. <laughs> Taserface, oh, uh, taser face. Taserface. face. Oh,
1: Taserface. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Ot. F- F- I don't know how to say his name, but the guy who plays Black Widow's handler in Black Widow, who gives her her stuff. Yeah, it's apparently on The Handmaid's Tale. He got nominated, and uh, you're uh, not not a Marvel, but probably will be at some point. He and Carl Esposito got a nom for Mando. Mm, yeah, um, who's in uh the boys also. That's why I brought him up. For yeah. You. Um.
1: He's he's really yeah. uh, he's really popped out on the scene.
0: And, of course, Evan Peters got nominated for Mayor of Easton.
1: I thought you were going to say Evan Peters got nominated for Ralph Boner. Boner. I
0: actually think... I do think if WandaVision had been um, a normal show, not a limited show, a.k.a. it could go against guests, I think uh, Evan Peters would have a solid chance of getting a nom for the Halloween episode as a guest actor. Yeah. Um, Because he would be eligible. I think he'd be a good, solid pick. Anyway, so that is... um, That's the Emmys. All right. Let's let's move on. Yeah. So we've
1: got some post-Loki Season 1 news. Um, If you stuck around for the mid credit scene of uh, Loki Episode 6, you now know that Loki has been officially renewed for Season 2. And in saying that, Loki might be in Doctor Strange 2. Danny, do you have anything else to add on to that?
0: So... The Hollywood Reporter said in the article they have about it being renewed for Season 2 was that he is now expected but not confirmed to be in Doctor Strange 2. Now, I'm going to be very honest here. This to me reads kind of like when we had Julia Lee Stryfus announced for um, Black, Black Widow, Widow uh, after she appeared in Falcon and Winter Soldier, and it turned out she was just a post credit scene could very well see that being what Loki is in Doctor Strange. In fact, I think that's the logical ending for Loki in Doctor Strange 2 would be a post-credit scene where Loki contacts Doctor Strange and then Loki season 2 is the build up to that. Model. What if what if Loki you know what I mean? has like it would be a prequel to the what if end of season 2 of Loki?
1: What if Doc Strange and Wanda get like this ship that ha- that allows them to travel through time and they are time and space and reality and they're in this ship and they're just on their way like to the, uh, to the old Citadel and, uh, where he, who remains was was living no longer remains. Yeah. He who no No longer (laughs) remains. Um, they're on their way there and (laughs) like, just when they get close, they get closer to it and then they actually bump into prime Loki he hits his face on the front of the uh, yeah, that's, on the, that's yeah he hits face. his face on the front of the, <laughs> of the ship and then they get him inside and then he stands up and he looks at prime or he looks at Doc, Doc just Strange
0: go, get him off it get him off yeah, him off yeah off Wong's like get him off true. get him
1: off um, so then he gets inside <laughs> and he's like who the hell are you and then that's gonna be it
0: I'm okay with that yeah. I'm okay uh, let's yeah, do that not? Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, we had some we had some post Loki news. It's time for some post Luca news because we are a Luka Podcast. We stand Luka. <laughs> we are in fact on the side of Luka Podcast. <laughs> but only a Luka Podcast, even though we do talk about Pixar sometimes. It is we are more Luka podcast, let's be real. Um so you know how I said we box office um, would be a good way to judge Luka's success? Well we do also have these dumb Nielsen movie ratings that are really hard to understand. But we finally have it for Luka because that's how long it takes for them to be processed. On opening weekend, it hit 1.57 billion minutes viewed, which would be approximately 100. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> I was gonna say 166, 16.6 million watches of the movie on opening weekend. Hey hey, this equals actually Soul's opening weekend, which had 1.67 million minutes, and Soul is a longer movie than Luca. Yeah, so that is 16.7 million runs of Soul, so it'd be like only 100k more than Luca. And Soul, if you remember, was bolstered by it coming out on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people watch stuff on Christmas. That's how it works. Um, And, obviously, Luca is summer where people want to get out. So, I think Luca, it's a a big deal. It makes sense. My kids keep quoting it. They keep saying, Silencio Bruno, and what are you looking at, a stupido? It's really getting annoying. Oh, yeah. Uh, I bet, yeah. uh, uh, But... We can assume that Luca will be getting more surveys. I want to note Luca's success more is that the 1.57 billion minutes viewed second place of that week which was Kevin Hart's big Netflix movie that debuted on the same weekend was 877 877 million minutes which equals about 8 million views aka Luca more than doubled Kevin Hart's gross gross in air quotes because it didn't make any money it's a net loss for Disney because I stick by that I don't think anyone signed up for Luca. Think people just saw it was on Disney Plus. I was like, "Oh, cool!" I don't think anyone signed up for yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and I help. think when Luca um, also like when a new episode of Loki would come out, it was the first thing that flashed across the banner on Disney Plus. Luca had a battle with Loki up up there, and there were like and five the dumb other Benedict. Yeah, show that's always there up were there five too. other shows <laughs> that were there were like seven things counting Luca flipping through. Um,
0: at Which that time insane, you know I I legitimately think that outside of when Loki's premiere episodes were I legitimately think that it should have always had Luca up there Yeah, you know I think it should have always been Loki and then Luca because again Luca costs so much money and also it's like it's great it's honestly like it's it's, it's, it's better than Loki I'm sorry I said it we're a Marvel podcast but Pixar's a bit better, better. I'm just saying He's like, all right, Danny, you can go to DC. (laughs) (laughs) You You like your Pixar so much you
1: can leave. Go go cover Um, Superman doing things. I don't know. I'm trying to make DC jokes, but I don't know DC well enough to be like, oh, hey, go do this thing.
0: (laughs) DC does have the superior Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do. Shazam is Captain Marvel. Um. So in our last last bit bit of news. news... Korg and Deadpool had a crossover on YouTube. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. YouTube. I mean, it was a crossover. It was a crossover. But I don't think it was canon. No, it's not canon. I don't <laughs> think it
0: was canon.
1: No. But uh, I. It was, it was funny and entertaining. I didn't watch the trailer at all. I just watched Deadpool and Korg the whole time. And I was like, yes, this is what I, I want. To- I don't think we'll ever actually get this in MCU canon. Um, it's much better than the Simpsons-Loki crossover. Um, I especially enjoyed Korg when he explains the process of how to work with Marvel Studios, <laughs> and it involves just pouring your heart into your into your work, failing miserably at it, and then uh, and then reaching out to Disney or something like that. Yeah. But- to
0: be clear, here the uh, the crossover is them reacting to a trailer of Ryan Reynolds and Taika Waititi's new movie Free Guy, which. I have a controversial opinion on it Which is that I think it looks okay Yeah, I know most people are like This movie looks terrible And I'm like mm, It looks solid fun my, my, and my anger at Free Guy Goes back to my whole thing With Jungle Cruise also Where I'm like Okay Like it looks fun I don't Don't understand why this is getting The big theatrical rollout When uh We had two really great movies On Disney Plus For no real reason I'm just saying Just saying Uh but Yeah this was fun it's it's okay it's 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 like you know like it's it's not even really cross promotion yeah it's these two actors are like we play these characters and we want to market our new movie like okay like cool it was fun i I can't be mad at it it's not like the simpsons goes like this is stupid yeah and it's a waste of everyone's time
1: yeah yeah this this was this was cool deadpool 3 anyways someday (laughs) yeah someday All right, well, that has been this week's um, MCU news. Um, So we will catch
0: you. Bye -bye now. In the next one. Don't ever do that again.